0: hey guys welcome to this review of the uk mobile network o2 so o2 have long been one of the big four mobile networks here in the uk so i decided to try them out for myself for two months on a pay as you go plan as a part of my series where I check out different mobile networks to give my honest thoughts and opinions on them to see if they are right for your use case. So when it comes to pay as you go pricing, O2 offers two main options, a regular big bundle plan or a rolling plan. Now the difference is if you go with the rolling plan, It will automatically renew each month, whereas with the big bundle, you have to manually top up each month. So it's a kind of more traditional pay-as-you-go plan there. However, if you do go with the rolling plan, you can get more data with the biggest disparity between the two plans being with the £30 a month plan, so that's the most expensive plan, and you get 50 more gigabytes if you go with the rolling plan compared to the big bundle plan. Although you do get more data with the rolling plan, personally, I went for the big bundle. So I went for the £10 per month, 8 gigabyte, big bundle plan, because that was right for my use case. Now one thing you can't get on pay-as-you-go on O2 is unlimited data. So right now unlimited data is limited to 24-month contracts. So if you don't want to be in a contract then sadly right now you can't get an unlimited pay-as-you-go plan. So the selection of parks on O2 has long been a draw for people to switch to O2 and O2 has quite heavily marketed it throughout the years. So, for example, O2 Priority has been quite heavily marketed. And O2 Priority is effectively a rewards program with a number of benefits, such as early access to concert tickets, food discounts, and even occasional free items. And personally, I've only used O2 Priority to redeem a free item, it, that was a Greg's sausage pasty. And come to think of it, I have also used it to redeem a Greg's hot chocolate. So it was surprisingly easy to do and uh, you just click the redeem button within the app. And you do need to make sure that you're actually just about to buy it when you hit redeem because there's actually a time limit on how long you have to use that code. So for example with the Greg's sausage pasty I think it was 30 minutes so I needed to do it relatively quickly. So if you're somebody who quite enjoys free stuff, and I mean a lot of us enjoy free stuff, but also if you like concerts and music events in general then O2 Priority could be quite an attractive park. And O2 Priority is probably the best mobile network rewards program out there right now. Of course, there are other rewards programs such as those by EE and Vodafone. However, they don't offer as many music events for people who are, you know, more into their music. And also, O2 do have some pre-sales for comedy shows as well as O2 doing some pre-sales for England rugby games. So if you're a sports fan and specifically a rugby fan, then you might find those helpful. On the other hand, if you have Virgin Media broadband, you can now get O2 priority without having to be an O2 customer because now O2 and Virgin are one company with the O2 Virgin Media merger, so you don't need to have O2 to access this benefit. An additional benefit which O2 provides to its pay-as-you-go customers is O2 Rewards. So with O2 Rewards, you get 5% back on your top-ups, which you can redeem every three months in the form of, of either extra credit on your account, phones and accessories, shopping vouchers... Or Ticketmaster tickets. However you do have to opt in to the rewards program. So you do need to make sure you do that. However one nice thing about O2 Rewards. Is that after 6 months. That 5% that you get back. Is increased to 10%. So it's clear that this is O2 trying to reward loyal customers. Another thing that I could have lumped into the perks category. But doesn't really fall into it is roaming... So roaming charges have come into the spotlight recently since the UK three years ago left the European Union and many mobile networks introduced roaming charges once the transition period was up. However, O2 have kept EU roaming with a fair use limit of up to 25 gigabytes. When it comes to non-EU roaming though, it does heavily depend on what countries you're going to and there is some quite wide variation on how much you will be charged but you can purchase a travel bolt-on on pay monthly for £6 a day for roaming in a number of nations such as the USA, Canada and South Africa. However you can't use this with pay as you go so if you're a pay as you go customer this won't work. O2 also has an international bolt-on, however, this shouldn't be confused with the travel bolt-on, because this is actually just a bolt-on for cheaper international calls, and that costs £3 per month. However, this isn't for international travel, this is just to make calls internationally. Now, when it comes to coverage, O2 does seem to be quite spotty. And in rural areas, you will experience quite limited coverage in my experience. Speeds also aren't the best with E and Free often beating out O2 when it comes to speeds. However, of course, this always changes as mobile networks develop and put in new infrastructure. So this is, of course, subject to change. So overall, you won't be using O2 for good coverage unless you live in specific areas. So I found switching to and away from O2 totally fine. And of course, in every video I like to remind you guys that you can text PAC to 65075 to switch over with your phone number. And if you just want to shut down your account, you don't want your old phone number and you don't want to transfer that over, then you can text STAC. So, of course, the majority of people want to transfer over their number, so they want to go with the pack option. Now, once you've done that, you can, of course, transfer over your number by giving it to your new mobile network by whatever means they provide. So, personally, I have had no experience with O2 Customer Service. However, they do have a number of ways to seek assistance, including a virtual assistant chatbot. Which of course I know will annoy some people. However, you can also use the O2 community, which is where I think a lot of people go. And of course, Assist sister Network 202. GIFGAF actually does have a community as well. So that's one common thing between O2 and GIFGAF, which makes sense given they have the same owner. On a little side note, when you go to the O2 website, it uses your system clock to work out which time zone you are in and whether you're ahead or behind the UK. So for some reason, if your time zone is ahead or behind the UK, it might tell you that support isn't available because your system clock might be before 8am or after 8pm even if O2 support is actually available. So overall, O2 support options are quite average. However, the community does seem quite active. However, they do have a pretty active community, so that's good. So in conclusion, O2 perks are some of the best of any network. However, O2's sluggish speeds and subpar performance are quite disappointing. Anyway guys, thank you for watching, like, subscribe and share. Check out my website sandralinux.com and goodbye.